God of forgiveness. With our tongues, we speak evil against our brothers and sisters. By our actions, we disobey your commandments. Optimist, optimist, yeah. Okay, good, then you're good. Yeah, and there's, and the mission. Awesome. Yeah. Good morning on this sunny day, and welcome to our guests. We're delighted to have you. Please join us for juice and coffee and tea and the, and the fellowship after the service. I want to remind you about parking or to parking in a no-parking zone, either on Locust Avenue or on the streets. Uh, you can get your car towed. 
Um, and I remind you about events in the bulletin, the ham supper coming up, and poinsettias are for sale. We have several announcements. The first announcement, Barbara. Good morning. I don't think it's working. Okay, very good. I'd like to share a secret with you, a well-kept secret. Okay, I'd like to uh, share a well-kept secret with you. We have, uh, so it isn't a secret anymore. Can you hear me? Okay. All right. I promise not to sing. Just stay with me. We have a caregiver support group that meets once a month at, on the fourth Tuesday of the month at 2 o'clock at 2.30 in the afternoon and goes to 3.30, sometimes 4 when we get Gabby. And we meet up in room 200, uh, so it's nice and cozy up there. We hope to see you. There's a lot of myths about caregiver support group or support groups, period. <laughs> Peg DeBase is a leader uh, that I've enjoyed at Lifetime, and she wrote a wonderful article, The Truth About Support Groups. And I won't go through it all because there's handouts on the welcome table for you all to read if you're interested, and we hope that anyone uh, who is a caregiver and would like to see what our group is about, we welcome you to come and check us out. Peg says, um, I will have to bear my soul to strangers. Yes, sharing your experience with others will expose your situation somewhat. However, members can share as much or as little as they like with the group. Some support group members come just to listen and say very little. Just being in the same room with other people going through the similar challenges feels validating is often all one needs. Yes, you were never forced to talk. There are other myths here that... You know, we all know, and we would like to uh, share them with you. So if you want this paper, it's out on the welcome table. And we hope to see anyone who's caring for a loved one to join our group. Thank you. And I believe there's an announcement from the Optimist. Morning, folks. I'm just here this morning to call attention to the fourth Optimist meeting of the church here, which will be next Friday. We are going to feature members of the home team. <clears throat> Dee Dee Holmes and the Company B Jazz and Song uh, Quartet will be entertaining during our supper. And after supper, Ashley and Stephen Danube 
who you are seeing ever more frequently in your program, and you'll be hearing Steve this morning. They will entertain us with some piano stylings. And the other portion of the home team is you. We hope you come. There will be some carol singing. <clears throat> Tickets are on sale in the fellowship hall after the service this morning, and they will be up through next Wednesday in the office. No tickets at the door. No tickets at the door. No tickets at the door. <clears throat> I'm reminded of a conversation I had, a brief conversation, after an RPO concert not too long ago. And the thought occurred to me that the RPO was a wonderful community asset. And I struck up a conversation with an older woman next to me, and I said, you know, the RPO is really, truly a community asset. She thought for a minute, and she said, yes, if you have music in your life, you're never going to be lonely. That's something good to remember. Other details on the program are in the bulletin. I won't labor them here. Have a good restful day. Have a good thoughtful Sunday. Thank you very much. Now we have a multimedia announcement about the 2015 mission trip. Jack's always a tough act to follow there, so I'll probably be reading most of my announcement here. Good morning. Louise and I are here this morning to ask for your support of our church's 2015 mission trip to Kingston, Jamaica. Many of you have asked questions about this mission, so I would like to share some information about Jamaica and the reasons we are passionate about this mission opportunity. Next July, 30 youth and adults from this congregation will run a sports camp for 150 underserved youth from the poorest neighborhoods of Kingston. The camp is called JAZZY, which stands for Jamaican Advantage Through Sports for Youth. Why are we concerned about the youth in Jamaica? 93% of these children in Jamaica are born out of wedlock. Many poor children are raised by their mothers without the presence and support of a caring male role model. This often leads to young males being recruited into gangs or engaging in street violence. Poverty is widespread and overwhelming. As we experienced Kingston in 2013, we noticed many homes with no lighting or indoor plumbing. In the United States, the poverty level is considered as living below an income of $63 per day. If the same standard was used in Jamaica, 95% of the country's population would be, would be below this poverty level. The children who attend Jazzy Camp are the poorest of the poor, many living on less than $2 a day. One of the neighborhoods where the campers reside is Riverton. Riverton is a town located on the primary garbage dump of Kingston with homes made of tin roofing and walls and dirt floors. Garbage trucks move regularly through the streets of the town and the children often scour the dumps for goods that can be sold. So how did our church start running a mission project in Kingston, Jamaica? Several years ago, Pastor Bruce and Kurt Hurge, a former member of our congregation, were traveling home from Soweto after working on an African mission building project. Kurt shared an idea with Bruce about wanting to do a mission in Jamaica, where he had grown up. 
So they met with Monsignor Albert, a Catholic priest serving in Kingston, who had started St. Patrick's Foundation, which works in Riverton to improve the lives of young Jamaicans. After many discussions and proposals, Jazzy was conceived. Monsignor Albert asked that we not do a physical building project, but wanted our youth to work with the Jamaican youth. Jazzy provides cross-cultural interaction, focusing on building positive youth character through sports. We focus on faith, teamwork, joy, gratitude, and positive decision-making, sharing our respect and Christian values with the campers. This will be the ninth Jazzy mission to Kingston. First Prez alternates years with St. John Fisher, who has also embraced the value of this mission. We plan, organize, and run a week-long sports camp at the University of the West Indies. The camp includes four venues, soccer, Caribbean games, which is like gym class, Olympic Village, where we have Bible study and crafts, and swimming. The camp is well supported by several Jamaican organizations and volunteers, including Olympic athlete Grace Jackson, the U.S. Ambassador, Marines from the Embassy. Our mission begins with a visit to the Riverton community. We tour the neighborhood with Jamaican youth leaders and spend time with the preschoolers and teachers of the Riverton School. In this desperate place, we experience the pride of this community. Walking through the streets of the town and talking with the residents, we realize that the people of Riverton are thankful for God's blessings, even without the luxuries we enjoy here in Pittsburgh. We visit the neighborhood school and eat lunch with the children. Then we take these future jazzy campers on a field trip to a park where we play games and see the animals at the zoo. Then it's down to business. Jazzy camp begins with the arrival of 150 older youth, ages 8 to 18, who attend the five-day sports camp. Here, our youth benefit in the recognition of how blessed we are and in the experience of how they, as individuals and as part of a team, can impact lives with God's support and love. Our Jamaican campers see how our adults and youth treat everyone with respect and dignity. They experience positive and caring role models in our youth and adult volunteers. Several campers are recognized for exceptional behavior, and all campers are individually honored. This mission is truly a win-win for everyone. We know that this mission is helping the underprivileged youth of Kingston to succeed, evident through the return of past Jamaican campers who are now volunteers as counselors in training, and returning Jamaican volunteers like my friend Alonzo, who takes a vacation week to help us run this camp each year. So you've seen why we are passionate about this mission. Now let me explain the financials for the camp. The mission costs $35,000, which covers the cost of sports equipment, camper meals and transportation, the facility, and other camp needs. Each volunteer going on this trip is committed to raising $500 for the camp cost from family and friends outside of the church. Today we kick off our Sponsor a Camper campaign to raise funding from our congregation. You can help us cover the costs needed to run this camp by making a financial contribution. There's a flyer in your bulletin you can refer to. By sponsoring a camper, you can help pay for a Jamaican use meals and transportation to camp. Or you can help us purchase camp supplies like soccer balls, swimsuits, or sports bags, or even sponsor a venue like swimming. Any financial support will be greatly appreciated. We will be in Fellowship Hall after the service today and next Sunday. Come hear our stories from Jazzy alumni, youth, and adults about how mission has impacted their lives.
talk to Jonathan, Kim, or any of the other volunteers about the excitement leading up to next year's mission trip. Louise and I are very blessed to be able to return to Kingston to help lead this trip. Our mission team is excited and ready to share God's love with our brothers and sisters from Riverton and Jamaica. Thank you very much for your time and attention this morning and for your prayers and financial consideration for a successful First Presbyterian Church mission. We begin our service with the prelude.
Faithfulness will spring up from the ground, and righteousness will look down from the sky. Righteousness will go before and will make a path in the wilderness. 